Welcome to The Last Bell, MPL's weekly variety podcast. I'm your host, Jonah Cromer. And I'm your co-host, Andy Muskie. And this week we are joined by Mia Johnson and Isaiah Hines. Mia, how are you doing today? I'm really good. Uh, Isaiah? I'm doing fine. How about you? Um, before we get too much into why they're here, let's start off with last week, this week, today. Andy, what do you have? So just like last week, a lot of this is from Eli's weekly sports report. So once again, shout out Eli. You're doing a good job out there. If you haven't taken a look at his stuff, go, go do yourself a favor. Always a good read. Um, main thing, football and volleyball approved for play immediately. And I'm just going to say, as a football player, I am super excited about that. Um, yeah, it, I've heard that it's going to be a good season this year. It can't be a fall without a football season. Also volleyball, I know they were really hoping to get their season in, and so I'm happy about that too. Yeah. Um, anything else? Um, yeah, September 22nd, uh, soccer played Loyola. Um, I don't have results for that, but I think we might know people who do have results for that. Mia, would you have any results for the girls' game? Uh, it might have been 6-0. to zero. Did you win or lose? We won that game. They crushed them. Right. Uh, Isaiah, do you know about the guys? Uh, we won 3-2 to two after a chippy game. Double right. win. Always good to hear. Yes. Always good to hear that our, that our Eagles, not our Chargers, are getting the wins our, there. Our New Ulm Co-op Eagles. And then later today on the uh, 25th, uh, cross country is going to Sleepy Eye St. Mary's to duke it out with the Knights in a battle of running. Yes. Who can go farther, faster? Harder, stronger? And once again, it's a good thing Jonah and I are not doing that. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you think that either of you could uh, do well in cross country? Would either of you want to do cross country? I would have done cross country if there wasn't any soccer. That was pretty much my point, too. I would definitely do cross country if there wasn't a soccer season. Ah, it's good that we have the people that are willing. <laughs> and it's good that we actually have, like, good people, too. Yeah. Like, not like that we have, like, bad people, but just, like, they're willing to do it, and they actually like doing it, too. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, yeah, my mom's making me do this so I can stay in track or whatever. And that, that was grade school cross country. <laughs> uh, yes. Gr- grade school track, too. Everybody gets to be in cross country. Yay. And it's like, no. Yeah, it was it was an experience that I don't like to look back on. Um, is that all for last week, this week, today? That's all I got, yeah. Okay, then let's reveal the real reason why we have Mia Johnson and Isaiah Hines here with us today. We have them here today because we are here to talk about uh, co-op soccer with New Ulm. Mia is on the varsity girls team and Isaiah is on the varsity guys team. First first of all, um, how is your team doing this year? Let's go with Mia first. We're 5-3 and three right now, and we're going to play uh, Worthington one more time, which should be a win. So we'll be 6-3. and three. We're just playing good together. There has been bad games, but we try looking past those. Yeah. Um, I'd say our team's doing pretty well. We've played some hard games, had some hard losses. We could have played... We've, been having a good year, I'd, honestly. Been, have some good wins, too, I've seen. Yeah. Like, we've played pretty well together. It's kind of hard with all the people out, but we should be able to continue winning. Yeah, is that affecting you guys at all, having people, like, in quarantine and everything, or is that is that not really an issue? 
Uh, it was not at first. Right now, we only have two girls out, so that's not bad. One of them is a starter, so that kind of hurt. But we have plenty of good people on the bench to bring up. So For the boys, it's definitely affected. We only have 14 people right now, Ooh. and practices aren't that fun with 14 people. So I know we're skipping today just because we don't have enough people. Yeah, that That's rough when you're playing a varsity sport and you can't have a practice. It's good to get in that routine of every day I'm playing soccer. So are there going to be, uh, like, oh, practice at home? Um, just run? I know we're supposed to watch film for, like, past games and reflect on that. I guess it's al always good to get uh, better on the tactical side of things. Um, are you, yeah, are you guys doing playoffs this year, too? Yes, it did. We are going to you do are playoffs. Now? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when will that be? I'm I'm not sure on the date of those things. I don't even know if they are sure of that. What? When does the season end? Um. Well, Wasika got out. Are they still out? I think we get to play them now. We do. Yeah. Oh well, we just got two games added back in then, because we have a bye week, and then we play Wasika. So whenever that's over. So a couple weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah. Should be the beginning of October. Couple yeah. games there. All right. All right, uh, moving on. What was the best part of soccer and your favorite memory from it? The best part of soccer is honestly being co-op with New Alm. It's so much fun seeing like, other people, and it's just fun to be with them. And not even just New Alm, but like with Cathedral, too. Yeah, Cathedral, they, there's not a lot of girls, but there is a few, and they're basically my best friends. <laughs> I'd say it's definitely fun to be around other kids other than MBL kids, and there are a lot of MBL kids that are actually in in the co-op. Shout out to the faculty devotion warning bell for that appearance. It, it sounds like it's noon, but trust me, this is in the morning. All right. Um, so on the topic of sports, um, what sport would you most like MVL to add? I'm assuming that both of you would like an MVL soccer team. An MVL soccer team would be cool if we played like boys and girls co-op right. together. I'm not really sure who we would play, but that's it what would I was be thinking. fun. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. not a lot, like none of the schools in our conference have soccer by themselves. Right, most of the teams we play are co-op themselves. Mm. So, yeah, it's a, a lot of coalitions just going together to play soccer. But soccer's on the up and up. I heard GFW was thinking about doing soccer, but I don't think they ever went through with it. I heard that too. Yeah. Um, um, but other, other than soccer, what sport would you like to see MBL add? Ultimate Frisbee would kind of be fun. Um, I think we could do a racquetball team. We could I, definitely get people behind both of those. Yeah, for I, sure. I personally would like uh, Ultimate Frisbee, but it's probably not going to happen in my MBL career. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely cool with Ultimate Frisbee, racquetball. One thing I've really got into is a disc golf. Basically just golf, but you heave some frisbees, and it's a lot of fun. It would be cool if there were, like, MSHSL disc golf. That would be awesome. Because you, it's like MV, MSHSL has normal golf. Why not disc golf? Yeah, I agree on that. That could be a fun sport as well. All right. Um, because you're soccer players, we figured we'd ask you one of the most heated questions in the realm of soccer, and that is, who's better, Ronaldo or Messi? Ronaldo. I agree. 
All and why? You were very quick with that um, response. I think he's just a better physical player. Messi has maybe better skill, but Ronaldo is honestly more physically able and better, better <laughs> fundamental player. Yeah, I agree. He's faster, and he's scored more than Messi has. I think so. So as I understand it, this is something that you have to actually know about. Um, like you have to have an opinion preformed. You're on one side or the other. Yeah. There's a lot of people that I'm sure would take Messi over Ronaldo. And yeah, I mean, I could go either way, but it takes two sides to have a debate. Yep. Is Neymar in the conversation at all? Mm, I mean, he's good. I just don't think he rises to that level. No, I agree. And on that note, uh, why are the U.S. men really bad at soccer, and why are the women just amazing? I'm going to let Mia take this question because I don't want to answer this first. I don't know. Better. I think the guys have a lot more competition, maybe. I don't know. There's just there's just so much yeah. better. I mean, the guys have a lot more competition, but the women's team has also just stepped it up. Yeah. I would agree with that. I would say the international level for men's play is definitely a lot higher than for U.S., and we don't have that many great U.S. players for the men's side. Yeah, I, I've heard that the MLS, if they were to play uh, teams from the Premier League or uh, one of the other European leagues, they just most of them would get creamed. Yeah. Well, because isn't the MLS just, like, made up of a bunch of international players who, like, couldn't make the big leagues anyway? <laughs> it's mostly all, like, retired European players that come over or just, like, people that are trying to get started with their careers. Yeah, it's like, you, your welcome is no longer uh, here. Please, go play in America. America will love you. I heard that they're looking for openings on the sun. Uh, Jonah, what do you got next for them? Um, okay, uh, more MVL-centric question. Uh, what is your favorite MVL class from this year, last year, freshman year? I really like art class. I didn't think I would because I'm really bad at art, but it's so much fun. And which art class is that specifically? Oh, fundamentals of art, the first one. So what are you doing right now then? Uh, we just finished a drawing project, and now we're just learning how to shade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isaiah, yeah, what say would my, you say? I'm really enjoying Spanish 3 this year. It's a smaller class. There's not as many people, and I think that makes it more easier to learn Spanish. Is, I, it, is it more fun because now all of you guys have three years of experience under your belt, for so you sure. really know the language well? Yeah, then? it's it's kind of fun because you can, she can say stuff that people in other classes would be like, what? I don't understand that. <laughs> but we get it. Yeah, right. I've, I've heard good things about Spanish 3. I've heard that it's a lot more conversation, casual, Rather than you need to memorize all of these words, right? There's a lot less, a lot less like learning vocab since we've done that all before in the other classes. So you can have more conversations and get better results. You plan on taking Spanish four then, or um, I'm not sure yet. I, you I really have to, to see. Yeah. yeah. As has been mentioned before, Andy and I are firmly in the desktop camp. So um, maybe next year you should join desktop. It's a lot of fun, seriously. Maybe you guys could host the podcast once we're gone. We'll see about we'll, that. <laughs> we, for every single junior or uh, underclassman that we bring on, we are going to encourage them doing the podcast. It's, it's seriously a lot of fun. If you're, if you're not quite sure, like if you want to do desktop but you're not sure how 
you feel about the podcast, I would just go for it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and completely changing topic now. Um, you do you guys like donuts? Yes. Um, who doesn't? Honestly, I, I mean, I'm gonna be real. I'm not the hugest <laughs> donut fan. But on on that note, uh, Glazers or Dunkers? Glazers. Yeah, I gotta go with Isaiah. I I think I'm the only Dunkers person here. Um, my my reason is entirely based around the fact that once you hold a Glazer for more than a couple seconds, the frosting starts to get slimy, and then it's still really good, but it's a bit weird to hold. Yeah. While a Dunker, you can hold it and because of its odd shape and interesting texture, it'll hold the fro- uh, the glaze on it a bit better. See, but that's what I don't like about Dunkers. Like, it's so rough and rigid and not donut-y. Like, <laughs> also, Dunkers are good in coffee. That, that's why they're called Dunkers. You can dunk them. Oh, I thought it was because they, like, dunk it in the glaze. I don't oh, think wait, it's a glazing. No, because oh. I'm thinking of glazers. <laughs> Guys, I am, I'm off today. It's, in the, it's early in the morning. I'm not feeling it right now. <laughs> All right, in the realm of we're getting far, farther and farther away from uh, soccer, whales, manatees, or dolphins? What's the best aquatic mammal? I'm not very familiar with my aquatic animals, but dolphins seem pretty cool. Um, yeah, I would have to go with dolphins, too. They're a lot more elegant, and the other ones are just kind of big and out there. I don't know. I mean, uh, manatees are the lolcats of the sea. <laughs> the, Often called sea cows, often mistaken yeah. for mermaids. There's a lot of lore Who around. Who in their right mind has those. mistaked a mermaid for a manatee? No one. It's a lot of scurvy, uh, scurvy sea- drunk pirates. <laughs> Not even just pirates. Sailors, seafarers. Back in the days when it took three months to cross the ocean, and you didn't have a single orange between here and London. Yeah, but no, um. Uh, last summer, Mia and I and our youth group went on a trip to Florida. We did, what was it, a kayaking? Yeah, it was kayaking. Kayaking venture in the Gulf of Mexico. We saw we saw manatees. Like, we could basically just pet them. Yes, they were it, right under our kayaks. It, yeah, it was it was a pretty cool experience. I, um, I take it because you were in Florida, you didn't have scurvy. We did not. There's a lot of oranges in Florida. So... You did not mistake them for mermaids? We did not at all mistake them for mermaids. Maybe um, rocks, but we figured it out eventually. Floating rocks. Um, I gotta I gotta go team whales on this one. There's just a lot of whales. Like if you don't like the big whale sharks, maybe that's a shark. Whale shark know. is actually f- the biggest fish and it's not actually a whale it's or not a shark. A whale or a shark. Well, if it's the sperm whales, if you're not into like the big ones, there you know there's like the beluga whales and is a narwhal considered a whale or is that just a narwhal? Uh, I believe the wall w h a l term means it's it's a narwhal. But yeah, yeah, no, I gotta go team whales. I, just all that diversity. Yeah, and on that note, kind of, what's the strangest thing that you have a strong opinion about? That's a good question. I really don't have strong opinions about anything. I'll just go with the flow, usually. Great answer. Right? I wish I would have had more time to think about this one, because, I mean, I have a few. Uh, yeah, opinions are often hard to think of. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm just going to go out and say it right now. If you put shredded lettuce on a burger, there's a special place in hell for you. <laughs> like... 
Like you don't put shredded lettuce on a on a good burger. You put the leaves on so it's nice and even with the, the rest of the shapes. If you put the shredded lettuce on, it'll all fall out once you grab it, and then that's no fun. I, I agree with Andy on this one. Although I would go spinach over lettuce on a burger. Oh. I've never had a spinach burger. I mean, I feel like it'd be all right, but I don't know. I know spinach is just not my thing, but I agree with the shredded lettuce thing. Like, you can't have that on a burger. Like, and every time I go to McDonald's, it's like I can't. I like I almost can't even get a Big Mac anymore. It's because like the box is just full of lettuce at that point. <laughs> yes. Uh, so instead of the top bun, they've replaced it with shredded lettuce. Instead of the patties, they've replaced it with shredded lettuce. I think they still have special sauce on their lettuce, though. Yeah, you usually lose a, a bit of special sauce. Yeah. Um, I think that we're going to wrap this up with uh, a wisdom of the crowd question. So wisdom of the crowd is a section that we'd like to do where we ask our guests a question that we've asked uh, a large group of people. We're going to compare the answers of our guests against the real answer, and if they are closer than the average of uh, the group of people that we've asked, then they will uh, win. At this point, it's just winning honor and shout-outs, but you got to take what you can get. So this week's question, and I'll give you as long as you want, as long as you talk out your process, uh, your question is, how many snakes would fit on a plane? More specifically, how many sidewinders would fit on a Boeing 747? For reference, sidewinders are like you, you stick three uh, small bundles of spaghetti together, and that's like a sidewinder. Oh, I sh- could have known that before I made my answer. Mm. Thanks for that. Yeah. Well, you could fit a lot. I would say there's a lot. I mean... We need a specific number. Well, you think about the, the cargo area above. Like, you could fit a bunch up there. We're assuming that there is a perfect packing of sidewinders in the airplane. Okay. okay. Like a really that's, bad infestation. Ooh. And uh, just for reference, we asked desktop this time. Um, if you in the future would like to uh, give us uh, answers for Wisdom of the Crowd, uh, there will be more details coming out on the newspaper and the blog next week. Okay. Do you know how big that plane is? I think it's the biggest one, or close to. I think, is it stacked to the roof? It, yes. Yes. Completely okay. filled. Cargo area, passenger area, cockpit. There's snakes flying the plane. It's just a lot of snakes on a plane. Well, I, I think th- it's over a million. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, maybe over two million. No. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know about that. Um, i say like 1.75 million snakes. I'm good with that. <laughs> good with that. 1.75 1. million? 1.75 million snakes. That's a lot of snakes. That's what a lot got? of snakes. Oh. So <laughs> that, the average answer from desktop was 49,938. <laughs> And just for the record, the desktop answers were, like, polar opposites. We had, like, 300,000, and then we had, like, 200. And then we had one and a half. And also, not enough to defeat Samuel L. Jackson. Shout out, Luke Rogotsky. <laughs> yes. So the real answer is 5,071,043. Oh. <laughs> no, we're close. You, got, you were you definitely were closest. closest. You win the pride and the shout-out. Yeah. Shout-out to Mia Johnson and Isaiah Hines for winning this week's Wisdom of the Crowd. I did not think it was going to be over 500,000 at all. Yeah, the closest uh, answer was, in fact, Andy's at around 286,000. 
But really, their answer was the closest with 1.75 million. <laughs> yes, the closest of We're not desktop. even close. <laughs> not even close, but... You're you like within a, the same order of magnitude, and according to Mr. Dauberpool, that is a win. I just want to know who counted the snakes. I did a lot of dimensional analysis. He did a lot of math. Like def- he's, he spent like a full desktop period just figuring that out. Yeah, like how what, finding the volume of a Boeing 747 is easy, but what's hard is finding the volume of a Sidewinder. Like you, you can easily find its length, but you don't know how thick that snake is. How thick that chonker is. So I had to look up like a care guide for a Sidewinder. And they were like, it's about as big as a man's middle fi- middle finger, and I had to go from there. And long story short, Jonah now owns a Sidewinder. Not yet. <laughs> In the works. Yet. <laughs> Emma Grace and Anna, if you're watch, if you're listening to this, please beware. Your brother may or may not be purchasing a snake. All right. I think that we're going to move now into next, next week, week, this week, week right, right now. now. That's where we tell you what's coming up at MVO. So next week, but really this week, when you're listening, um, first of all, welcome back to a lot of people who were in quarantine. It's good to have you back. The school's empty, but it's, it's going to be really nice. It's better to have it fuller than emptier. Hopefully we can all just stay safe and not run into this problem again, but I mean, really, it's God's will all in all, so we yeah. just got to roll with this sometimes. As long as everybody is making good choices, there should be no problem. Yeah. On the uh, 29th of September, Cross Country is duking it out at St. James. Ooh. I, I'm pretty sure that's a bigger school, isn't it? I think. St. James has... I, I don't know why I know this, but St. James has around 290 <laughs> students, so it's slightly bigger. Random facts with Jonah. I, I was looking at how big the schools that were in the Big South Conference were... Uh, the soccer team plays are. So you've got everything from the 870 kids from Worthington or Wyndham, one of the two. And then you've got you the... say 817? 870. Oh, man. And then you've got the 290 kids from St. James. So it's... It's a, a vast conference. Geographically and, you know, number students-wise. Um, and then on October 1st, Mrs. Muskie's birthday... If you're listening to this, shout out to you, Mom. Um, Cross Country's going to Wabasso, and they'll be duking it out with the rabbits. And I believe we've faced them already, and I remember Caleb and Mitch finished like three minutes before Wabasso's first guy, so... Looks like it's going to be a good meet. It'll be a good meet. And then also, October 1st is the midterm for the period, uh, just make sure you're eligible so that you can do your football or volleyball, cross-country soccer. Yeah. You've got, if you are academically ineligible, you, will want, uh, you want to talk to your teachers now. Because if you wait, bad things will happen. Yeah. Um, that's all I have for next week, this week. Um, huge thanks to Mia and Isaiah for being willing to show up at 7.15 in the morning and yeah. record this for us with almost with little preparation. Yes. Uh, we always love having guests on. By always, I mean we love having guests on this time, so therefore, it's all the time. Um, I think that that's everything. So uh, if you're wondering where you can find us, you can find us on... I don't have everything written down. 
I'm going to recite from memory. It's Spotify, Stitcher. Anchor. Anchor. Just about everything that has a, the word cast in it. Um, or pod. It's like Podbean. Uh, you can also just Google MVL, The Last Bell Podcast, and yes. almost all of your options will show up. The MVL blog. Uh, speaking of Google, Google and Apple Podcasts. It's uh, almost anywhere that you can think of. Um, this has been The Last Bell with Jonah Cromer and Andy Muskie and Isaiah Hines and Mia Johnson. Uh, thanks for listening, and have a great week. <laughs>